the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives, sponsored by RC Auto, me and myrc.com. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. And welcome to another Rescuers radio show. Uh, nice to have with my guest today. Uh, incidentally, uh, the, uh, the Rescuers show is is aired on uh, faithtalk1360.com. And um, I'm making an adjustment here <laughs> to make to make my producer happy. Oops, that didn't work. Oh, well, we're going, we're going. So Jeremy always has my back here. So uh, Jackie Taylor is my guest. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Art. How are you this morning? Good. Jackie is the CEO of Save the Family, uh, in Arizona, and we're going to find out all about what that is. But Jackie, I love starting the rescuer shows with uh, finding out a little bit about who I'm interviewing. What's your background, and how did you get to this point in your life? Uh, it honestly, it I I say it is a God thing. Um, so many years ago, in the I'm dating myself, but uh, in the late '80s. Um, my husband and I uh, happened to be members of a United Methodist Church in the Valley. And uh, the agency, UMOM, United, uh, then called United Methodist okay. Outreach Ministries, uh, needed, they were in transition and needed a consultant and um, ended up hiring both my husband and myself. And um, as things evolved, <clears throat> they wanted help with a strategic plan uh, and then they wanted to based off the strategic plan um, hire a CEO that would help fulfill that plan and so they hired both my husband and I they also needed someone to um, fulfill the day-to-day -day obligations of the organization the operations and my husband and I decided between the two of us my gifts and graces were more <clears throat> aligned with the day-to-day -day and the detail of that all that entailed and uh his were more the strategic planning and that sort of thing so you know I, I went into this this consulting position thinking I was very much uh, an informed woman of the world but thrown into homelessness and my eyes were like wide open mm -hmm. to Shoes that I had really no comprehending of, no comprehension of before. Um, 
I got into this work and it, it was, it was an amazing um, igniting of my soul. I don't know a better way to say it, but I, That's beautiful. I, the, job, <laughs> the job was supposed to be a part-time 20 hours and I found myself working 40 and 60 hours. <laughs> um, but I just was, I, I, I was on fire for where, the opportunity for this agency and at that time, family homelessness was really emerging as a, a social issue of great concern. And you and I first met. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's when we did meet. I, I was we on, the, I was on the board of directors while you were CEO. Yes, yes. <laughs> but long story short, you know, we were able to uh, align you, Mom, in the arena of a focus on family homelessness. And but but the end of our our consulting um, contract came very quickly, and the next step was that we were to help find the the next CEO, and <clears throat> we had a strategic planning meeting with the board, and they dismissed us to go into executive session. And I remember going into the office, and I was crying, and I said, "My husband, what's the matter?" I said, "I have finally." God has landed me in in a job that has my life purpose, and now I have to say goodbye. And you know, he was he tried to comfort me, <laughs> to really to no avail. But as it turned out, the board came back and unanimously offered me the opportunity to be the CEO, and that really not only filled my heart, but it launched the rest of my career, which has always had a heavy emphasis in the arena of homelessness. So um, I, I call it a God thing because I, I literally wasn't searching. Um, it just happened and it materialized. And um, it was the biggest blessing of my life, to tell you the truth. So here I am today, <laughs> many years later, <laughs> still doing the same thing. You know, I, uh, I came into Rescuers Radio Show pretty much the same way uh i had been away from radio hosting radio shows for quite a while you know i ran the estate broadcast association for 30 years and and um at the end of last year uh a year into refirement not retirement but refirement (laughs) i got that i I stole that from ken blanchard by the way so um, i love it yeah i know so um uh, i thought uh i I started talking to uh, folks here at Salem Media, and um, we've tried to do this before, many years before, and it just didn't work out. But the timing was perfect this time. I was free as a bird, and and uh, here we go. And God said, uh, rescuers. Okay, I know there's a cartoon show about that, <laughs> but but little did I know what he had in mind with the world, right? with COVID and uh, when the, when the COVID bomb hit the world, uh, it made sense. This is what we're doing. And uh, this show will last long, long beyond uh, COVID whenever that ends, who knows what that is, but, uh, but here we are. And, and you and I, again, on talking on the same stage. So um, I, I have, I have a, something stood out to me looking at your bio um, and that's the acronym ARM. And I had to look it up and it, and it is, um, 
It is the Affordable Rental Unit. And I don't know if that's a federal program, a state program, but I understand that Arizona does not fare well. They're like 49th in the country when it comes to affordable rental unit. Is that for sure? It It's absolutely a, a wow. sad, sad reality. So just to give you a little context on that art, Save the Family has its roots going back to the, the late 80s. And our mission has always been to work with families. And uh, our current mission statement says that we equip families to address poverty, overcome homelessness, and achieve self-sufficiency. So if you can imagine, and you may even remember back in the 80s, affordable housing has always been an issue though not as grave of an issue as it is in yes, today's absolutely. Yep. So in 1992, we, we were experiencing, as that was before my time, but I'm sharing the agency's history. As an organization, we were experiencing great success with the families that were coming through our transitional housing, our homeless families coming through transitional housing. But the sad reality was they would get out of our program ready to, they'd have jobs and they'd be ready to uh, chart this life of self-sufficiency. But the huge barrier they encountered was uh, finding affordable affordable housing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that prompted us to literally give birth to our affordable housing affiliate arm of Save the Family and its affordable rental movement. It's not a very flashy (laughs) (laughs) But but it truly describes what it is. And so today, um, ARM sits with 154 uh, affordable units throughout the East Valley cities of Tempe, Scottsdale, Gilbert, Chandler, and Mesa. Are these single family or multi? uh, uh, Some some are uh, duplexes. Some are you know fourplexes. Many are single family homes. Uh, we have also partnered with a for-profit developer, Gorman and Company, to develop um, affordable housing through the low-income housing tax credit mechanism. And through that, we have an additional 132 units at a complex called Escobedo at Verde Vista. And we have 50 units in a complex in Tempe uh, called Valor on 8th, targeted to veteran women, and their children. That is awesome. Arm Arm has really um, expanded its footprint in the Valley, but our work is far from done, as you know. You just, you summed it up very well. <laughs> well, um, I, I I don't know. I'm going to drop a name, and I, I don't know if you've ever, if your path has ever crossed with a gentleman here in the Valley by the name of Julius Keller. Unfortunately, no. Uh, he's a longtime uh, Methodist pastor and just retired from that just uh, in the past, uh, since end of June. And he lives down in Gilbert. But before he became a Methodist pastor, uh, he was an attorney in Chicago for the HUD uh, uh, affordable, affordable housing program. My goodness. And he's a great guy to know. And he, and, and he has... Uh, a lot of experience in that area, and I learned a lot from him because I don't—I literally knew not, nothing about it. Knew not—I I had heard the words before, but I didn't know mm-hmm. exactly how that worked. 
And so he spent 25 years as an attorney doing that in the Chicago area. Yeah, before he was called into the pastory. So that's a whole different story. But anyway, I just had to ask that because he spent so much of his life uh, doing the same thing. I would I would love to make that connection if you'd be willing to share that with me. Oh, absolutely. Me, yeah, he lives in uh, Gilbert, and uh, and I'll send you some information on Julius. That'd be great. I'm a Gilbert girl as well, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you grow up here in, in Arizona? No, I, I'm an Illinois girl. Okay. And um, after uh, getting my bachelor's at ISU, Illinois State, I uh, worked for a few years as an elementary school teacher and then um, decided I needed, I wanted to pursue a master's degree and ended up looking at Arizona State uh, to do that and ended up getting two master's degrees. I always say I couldn't (laughs) write the first time, so I had to do a second time. Uh, But yeah, I, so that Arizona's home for me. I've lived here much, much longer than I ever lived uh, in Illinois. And um, I I love it here. It's sometimes uh, not so much the politics, but um, I, I love the people. I I just think there are so many good people in this state that, you know, really want to make a difference and, and care deeply about our current issues. Absolutely. So when we talk the, the about um, the homeless population, in the Valley and beyond in, in, in all of Arizona. Um, and I assume that your outreach is the state, not just the Valley or. Primarily Maricopa County. Okay. That's big enough. <laughs> yeah, it's big enough. <laughs> and, and um, uh, so it, it's just overwhelming to hear the numbers at times. And, and even with all of the shelters and all of the people that are trying to, to help, um, in that community, it is no end to it. There, there are not enough resources. That is absolutely true. And every year in our in our arena, um, communities that receive HUD funding um, are required to do a point in time count, and it generally happens in January. And for the last few years, we've been seeing an uptick in the numbers, uh, which should be very disconcerting to all of us. Absolutely. And so it's the economy, it's the cost of housing. Uh, there are people that are working hard, but they can't keep their heads up because the cost of housing, the escalation of, of rents are so profound that their wage earning capacity is not keeping pace with the increases in their housing costs. So it's a very, um, it's a, it's a very uh, disconcerting uh, state of, of affairs that we're in relative to affordable housing for people. And I'm not just talking about homeless families. I'm talking about middle-class families. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about our service workers, our, our police, our fire, um, you know, those workers that we now, we now recognize as our essential workers. Yes, absolutely. They are hardworking, um, but they cannot stay uh, afloat because of the costs. 
That is, that's an important topic. I want to go down that road in just a moment. But first, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor of Rescuers. One of my greatest joys in life has been obtaining a vehicle from RC Auto. Yes, I said a joy in reference in buying or leasing a vehicle. Instead of walking onto a car dealership lot and facing a horde of vultures waiting for you, you are invited into a calm, friendly office where you will be asked things like, what have you been driving? What are you looking for? What is your budget? That's when the car buying or leasing experience changes into an easy educational experience. RC Auto is not a typical car or truck dealership, so they have the advantage of seeking different brands like Toyota, Lexus, Subaru, and more from a broad selection from sources that you never have to visit or arm wrestle a salesperson for. The joy is not being sold, but educated into the right decision for you. For your next vehicle, go to RC Auto, where it's more than just an exchange of keys. It's a relationship. Make an appointment today at meandmyrc.com. So I want to continue down that path of working poor. We can use that phrase, right? Right. Very and, good phrase. And um, we hear about it from St. Vincent de Paul. We hear about it from uh, food dis- distribution points. We hear it all over that people come in just to pick up a box of food and and they're not necessarily on the streets. They're, they have a job. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought, though, about some of the professional positions that you have just mentioned, like police. Very sobering, isn't it? It is. About- it is. So, And you could go probably down a list of occupations where that exists. Now, we're not going to get into a political discussion about paying law enforcement or any of that. But right. just have just knowing that there's there's people that uh, are could be f- friends in circles that we run with that we don't really know the truth about them, that they have to go pick up a box for food for their family or they have to get um, some help in another way. That's mm-hmm. out there in Maricopa County, Arizona. Yes, it is. And would you call that a large scale? Is a large percentage of what we call homeless, or do you have a breakdown on that? I don't have a specific breakdown, but I can tell you that the the spiral into deep poverty and homelessness is one that can happen very quickly. Um, it takes only a, an illness or uh, mm. an un accident or anything unplanned uh, that can begin that journey. Mm-hmm. And we, we know that if we're not able to intervene early in the lives of families and individuals, for that matter, uh, who are starting to spiral into this cycle of poverty and, and it, which can quickly escalate to homelessness, mm. um, you know, we have our best chance in the early stages of of making a difference. So you've really opened my mind here, like talking about teachers, talking about professors, talking about all kinds of career fields where 
this is happening with the, with the people that are in those institutions. And you're, it seems to me the task at hand for you and Save the Family is to take away um, the shame of that, to take away uh, the discrediting of that, you know, from feeling uh, unworthy or whatever that is, whatever those adjectives are, you pick them up and you you nurture them in a way and and improve their walk of and into a quality way is that true absolutely so i um i've always been a fan of bet midler and one of her favorite songs is wind beneath my wings oh yeah and it has a whole connotation with you know the friend and everything for me when i first heard that song and before i had seen the movie for me, it resonated, you know, God is the wind beneath our wings, right? Um, and none of us have, have gotten to where we are in our journey without that wind beneath our wings through our spiritual journeys, our, our journeys with mentors and, and teachers and even friends. So what we see at, at Save the Family, we, we do see a number of single women uh, the majority of our clients are single moms with two to three children. Many have come through experiences of domestic violence. And if you know anything about that uh, mm-hmm. experience, um, generally the abuser really keeps a, a, a thumb on the uh, female. Uh, and so generally they haven't worked. They don't know how to um, take care of finances and it's it's a lot of mm. you've been wounded so there's a lot of trauma yeah um it, it's just it's a miraculous experience to see i i am so blessed with a very loving and caring staff that uh, literally wrap their arms around every single family that come into our program and work to shore them up to build up their self-confidence and establish that sense of self-worth it's, it's for me, uh, it's the epitome of a miracle when you see that transition in a man or a woman or even a child believing in themselves again and, and getting hold of their self-worth and knowing that they, they can overcome these obstacles and they can move forward. Well, God has a plan in all of this. In this uh, he, he has shaken the world to wake us up. And uh, and to, to bring us to a a larger being than ourselves, and and that belief and that mechanism on how how we're not alone, and 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 we don't have to do things like that alone. We have agencies like Save the Family, who we can go to and 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 feel worthy, and and don't have to feel insecure, and um, and that's. Those are major, major steps in life. Uh, and here we are in COVID. Guess where? Uh, the rates of domestic violence are going. Absolutely. And guess, Absolutely. guess where addiction rates are going? Mm-hmm. They're going higher and higher, higher every day. Right. I mean, the, unfortunately, you know, if you think of addiction, it's easy to be judgmental about it. But if you take a step back and really look at what's happening. It's nothing more than self-medication. It's trying to find relief 
from, and granted, it's unhealthy, mm-hmm. but it's trying to find relief from that pain that's just so overbearing in your life. You don't know what else to do. And, um, and yes, the, the stressors of life are just heavier than ever. Uh, even for those of us that are, quote unquote, uh, free of, of major issues like addiction or, or even facing deep poverty levels. And I think we're all feeling that looming sense of gloom with this COVID um, pandemic that we're dealing with. And can you imagine not having um, any resources uh, to give you some relief, a, a, a safe home to retreat to and know that you and your family are going to be okay, the security <laughs> food? You know, um, none of us listening to this program, you and I are having this conversation, anyone listening to this program, um, it's hard, it, it's comforting to know that you're there. You've got their back. You are that agency, Save the Family. So uh, COVID uh, is giving everybody in the world a chance to create a story out of this, out of this craziness. There's going to be multitudes of stories. What's going to be your story, Jackie? Mm-hmm. Our story is going to be that uh, we helped families get through it. Uh, on an, in an average year, we, we will touch 500 lives of 500 families. Uh, We have been blessed uh, to receive some additional funding from some of our municipal partners, uh, Mesa, Chandler, Gilbert. um, And we've been able to provide uh, not only some eviction prevention assistance, uh, but also some additional dollars to rapidly rehouse families that have perhaps lost their housing due to COVID being being laid off or furloughed. Jackie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we are out of time, but you are a rescuer. God bless you, and thank you for being on today. On Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM, sponsored by RC Auto, where it's not just an exchange of keys, it's a relationship.